0: To start by acknowledging acknowledging the medical people whose land UNSW resides on. I pay my respects to Elders past and present and pay my respects to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people watching along with us. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So hello everyone and welcome to another Tea and Talk. If you're not familiar with Tea and Talk, these sessions are a chance for us to talk to you and to guests in the know about the tough stuff and to spill the tea on the hype around wellness, all with a cup of tea in hand. So we'll be answering all of your questions about what's going on up top at the moment. So my name is Janvi and I'm currently a UNSW student and also the 2020 Wellness Coordinator at ARC. My preferred pronouns are she and her. And essentially what the wellness program aims to do is to destigmatize conversations around mental health and host events to help students stress less and look after their well-being throughout the term. So in week 8 we have Stress Less Week coming up which will be both on campus and online. So make sure you're um, tuned in to see what we have going on. But today I am joined by Ange and please go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, your preferred pronouns, what you do and what's in your cup today.
1: Sure. Um, hello, everyone. My name's Ang. Um, I also use she, her pronouns. Um, and in my cup is I'm usually a tried and true um, black tea drinker, but one of my friends got me rose green tea from T2 and it's changed my life. It's amazing. Um, so I work at Arc as um, A project officer which is essentially just um, a very vague title that means I do a lot of different things but at the moment um, I'm running the be a better human campaign through ARC and I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that later but essentially it's all about equity diversity and inclusion and also anti-discrimination of all kinds
0: Awesome! Great to have you, Ange. Um, You work in a really interesting space around equity and diversity. What led you to what you do at the moment, and how did you get to where you are now?
1: Yeah, I guess um, I kind of just like have always had a bit of a passion for social justice, Um, and really, it could have—it was social justice of really any kind. But I guess when I first moved to Sydney, um, because I'm from. Um, like a, a town um, up north a little bit when I first moved to Sydney I like wanted to make community and I wanted to make friends and so I joined a couple of groups including the UNSW Women's Collective and um, I just really wanted to get as involved as I could in activism and in trying to change UNSW and the world to be honest um, for the better particularly for women Um and so i just you know kept getting involved more and more and more and um that's i guess why i'm still here um i think just like as a woman and you would know this Fee, um i think you know you can point to so many experiences of your own and experiences of your friends that are just really not okay and um we sometimes like you know, sort of write it off as just part of life, but I started just getting really angry that it was part of life and I wanted to change the way we're treated. Um, So I guess that's why I got involved and why I'm continuing to be involved.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think all women can relate to that anger, that absolutely seething anger when something happens and you go, it really shouldn't happen, but I hate that everyone has an experience like this. And I think Any woman I know has an experience, if that makes sense. Um, But next week is Diversity Week. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what to expect?
1: Yeah, so Diversity Week is um, a really amazing program run by UNSW's Equity, Diversity and Inclusion division. Um, And it's essentially a week full of really incredible events focused on anti-discrimination and diversity. And it's sort of a series of film screenings and panels and workshops Um, and it's all about sort of having fun with it and like learning something new there's some really incredible workshops like how to um, it's like beginners Auslan and um, henna painting and fun things like that but it's also about um, learning a little bit more about other cultures and other experiences um, and having some tough conversations about you know, is UNSW as as good as it should be and and how can we try to improve it? So I think it's a really cool set of um, serious but also fun little events that people can go along to. Um, And if you wanna get involved and come along to some of the events, just Google UNSW Diversity Week and um, it'll just come up on your little Google. There's so many events um, and you can be as involved or as you want to be really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually personally really keen for the the intro to Auslan because I've always wanted to learn um, Australian Sign Language and I've just never had the chance to do it where I don't really know where to start. Um, so I'm actually really excited for that. So that's really cool. Um, and for next week's team talk as well, we'll be talking to Eileen Baldry, who is the Deputy Vice Chancellor of Equity, Diversity and Inclusion at UNSW, which is really exciting. Um, but we're also in the midst of ARC's uh, Be A Better Human campaign, which you mentioned on mentioned earlier um, and is your project um, as project officer. Um, what's all of this about?
1: Yeah, so essentially Be A Better Human was a campaign that was created at Flinders Uni um, a couple of years ago by their student association there um, and just a huge shout out to those students who created this because it's such an amazing campaign, and it's why we wanted to take it on here at UNSW. But they essentially created it um, in the wake of the Australian Human Rights Commission released a report in 2017 around sexual violence on UNSW campuses. Um, And essentially, yeah, Flinders Uni Students Association wanted to run this campaign to raise awareness for yes, sexual violence on campus and try to sort of encourage people to change their behaviours around consent and around um, parties and alcohol and um, try to have a more um, positive um, sort of way of dealing with when there are grey areas. Um, And so we sort of took that campaign and we thought it was amazing and we also wanted to expand it out to include really just um, discrimination of any kind, because I think this year in particular um, has really shown that um, there are a number of really um, vulnerable groups here at UNSW that um, deserve a lot more support than perhaps they are receiving at the moment. So, we wanted to sort of run a campaign uh, that might educate people around things like how to be an active bystander, um, how to make sure you know, you're sort of standing up against casual racism um, and that sort of thing. um, Because we just feel that um, now is a really important time to be recognising that um, maybe the things that you say and you act um, might not be intended to be harmful, but sometimes they can be. And I think that's the real focus of the Be A Better Human campaign. It's all about education and it's all about saying taking the moralism out of these sorts of topics and saying you know we all slip up we all have our issues and there's all of us can do more learning but it's about um taking yourself making yourself accountable for your own behaviors and your own speech and sort of ensuring that um, if you do slip up that's okay but you do need to improve and here's some ways
0: to improve yeah, absolutely. I think that there's such an area, um, especially as university students, where we're just um, unsure, like we don't know how to handle these situations. We were never taught and we're just learning through experience. And I think as a result, we've kind of had this situation where we have questions that we want to ask as to how to deal with, the, with these situations, but we don't know who to ask. Well, there's not really a forum for us to ask so I think it's really cool to be running a campaign like this where where we go it's totally fine if, if you have questions this is the perfect place to ask them I think that's really cool uh, but why do you think that the work that you do is so important and so significant? Um,
1: I guess because um, we I think there's the two sort of reasons that I really wanted to be involved in Be A Better Human um, firstly I, I think it's really important that the student organization on campus which is ARC um, sort of nudges the university in the right direction you know um, I think UNSW has done a lot in terms of creating um, reporting portals and um, places that students can go if they experience particularly sexual misconduct on campus um, but a lot of students aren't really aware of them and also other types of discrimination um, that aren't sexual misconduct, there isn't as much out there in terms of how to report and how to um, seek support from the university. So I think Be A Better Human has to sort of act as a bit of a prodding mechanism to remind UNSW that this is a really important area and um, more attention needs to be paid to it. Um, But also I, I, I hope that this Campaign can be an awareness raising um, campaign as well because we do have places to report and to seek help. Um, but uh, UNSW essentially did a survey last year called Respectful Behaviours, and they found that an absolutely overwhelming majority of students don't know anything about how to report discrimination. Um, or sexual misconduct on campus. So, you know, our reporting mechanisms and our support mechanisms are only as good as if students actually know that they exist. So, you can have the best reporting mechanism in the world, but if people aren't using it, it's useless. Um, So, I'm hoping that this campaign can also raise awareness of the fact that we do have a reporting portal. So, I'm just going to give a little plug for it. Um, If you have experienced sexual misconduct on campus or even associated with UNSW, so it might have been, for example, at an external party, but it included a UNSW student, um, that's still something you can report. Um, And all you have to do to find that portal is Google UNSW sexual misconduct, and it'll be just the first entry that comes up. Um, And you can report anonymously if you want to and you can sort of put into your report what you want out of the report as well. So if you just want special considerations or if you just want counselling or if you just want a hand to hold yours and and just talk to you through the process, um, that's all fine. You can sort of include that in the report and it will be taken into consideration. So, yeah, that's why I think um, it's important about raising awareness and also reminding UNSW that discrimination does occur on our campus unfortunately and that more needs to be done.
0: Yeah absolutely um, and thank you for, for mentioning the the portal because I think that was going to be my next question and where do I actually find this because I personally am not too familiar with it either um, but is there one for discrimination?
1: Uh, There isn't a specific discrimination portal and this is what I'm talking about. I think um, there definitely needs to be. I think, you know, it does require a lot of work, but it's something that I think particularly in the times that we find ourselves in, it's really, really vital that we have something like that. Um, But if you do experience discrimination of any kind on campus, whether that be racism or ableism or anything else along those lines, um, you can report through the student complaints portal. So if you just google UNSW student complaints, um, it will come up through there. Um, The only problem with that is, you know, it'll function the the same way that the sexual misconduct portal does. The only um, issue with that is that you can't do it anonymously um, and it's sort of just going through the same sort of academic kind of process. Um, So I think it would be helpful to have its own portal but right now there are places you can go. It's not perfect but there's something.
0: Yeah absolutely Um, and and bringing it back to kind of the Be A Better Human campaign, who is it for? So what I mean by this is kind of who can get involved with the events? Who are we targeting? Um, who's involved?
1: Um, well, we, we sort of want it to be part of just the entire of um, UNSW's community. I think um, because, you know, we are ARC and we are a student organisation, um, the work that I'm doing is mainly targeted at students and it's about sort of trying to raise a little bit of awareness of these areas and we're trying to keep it upbeat and fun and you know age appropriate. Um, So the work that we are doing is aimed at students but um, I know UNSW is doing a lot of work as well along these lines um, using the be a better human um, sort of campaign idea that is being targeted towards staff as well because You know, we do know that in the workplace, discrimination occurs um, between colleagues. And we also know that, you know, sometimes discrimination, the worst discrimination that you can experience um, at university is coming from your tutors and from your um, lecturers. And um, that definitely needs to be acknowledged. So UNSW is doing some work, I know, behind the scenes um, to try to improve that side of things as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, And what kind of events do we have coming up as part of Be A Better Human?
1: We have some really cool events so next week is obviously diversity week so we've got a couple of events going on um, through uh, that week Um, so we have a really interesting panel discussion on Black Lives Matter in an Australian context um, on the Tuesday afternoon Um, and then we have another event about um, gender violence on campus and sort of we want to have a discussion about what would be the perfect situation in terms of fighting gendered violence on campus? Um, And where where is UNSW at on that trajectory? And um, what do we need to improve to make sure we do get to that final point? Um, And then we also have on the Friday, um, a presentation on what is toxic masculinity essentially. So it's a a topic that gets bandied about a little bit, but um, I think, it's a really interesting and important one. And sometimes um, toxic masculinity can be used as a catchall for, you know, all men are terrible. And that's certainly not what toxic masculinity is all about. Um, so that is um, something we want to cover next week.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that, that sounds really amazing. Like I mentioned earlier, I think it's all those topics that we hear a lot about, but are potentially essentially not too sure what they mean or where we can get involved with them. So I think that's Really awesome, and I know you've run heaps and heaps of cool events so far, um, and I know this might be a very difficult question, but what's been your personal favourite so far under Be A Better Human?
1: Yeah, I think there's been so many good ones. I I've, I found it hard to choose, um, but I think probably my personal favourite was, um, I think it was last week, we did a, a panel event Called um, Back to Basics, and it was Feminism Edition. And we looked at just sort of some of those like basic understandings of like what is patriarchy? Is the glass ceiling still something we need to be worrying about? Like all of those sort of really um kind of basic tenets of feminism. Um, And we sort of analysed and talked about what do they actually mean? And we had some really, really incredible panellists, staff and students to talk about um, that topic. And I think it was really important because we tried to take the moralism out of, you know, the idea of feminism and just talk about, you know, what sort of behaviours are morally you know, what are the, What sort of behaviours are just good practice to show to other people? So I think that one was probably my favourite so far.
0: Yeah, I love that Be a better human literally just comes down to it. We need to care about others. How do we do that in the best way possible? Because I like, it's something that we all want to do, or at least most of us will want to do. We just don't know how to do it. Um, but what is For those who may not have been present for that panel, what do you think is something that was mentioned that you think everyone should know? Anything. Um,
1: Yeah, I guess just that um, really being a feminist is not about being... Um, part of the women's collective and like being on the front lines although those things are really great and everyone should do them Um, but really when it comes down to it being a feminist is just about um, respecting one another and um, yeah I would say like it's everyone's responsibility to learn a little bit more about um, what other people's experiences might be like and how they might want you to behave, essentially.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know that there are so many ways to actively be a better human. Um, But if you had to give the students who are watching this um, along with us, watching along with us, just three really basic tips on how to be a better human, what would they be?
1: Um, I think, uh, number one, don't get defensive if people are calling you out, um, they're calling you out because they care about you. Um, it's If they didn't care about you, it's like kind of uncomfortable to call people out. So um, they're not going to be like doing that and putting themselves through that if they're like, ugh, that person just sucks anyway, so I'm not gonna bother. So if someone's calling you out, you should see that as a compliment in a way because they care about you enough to um, want you to improve. Um, and also look at it as an opportunity to learn a little bit more and get a little bit better. Um,
0: that's another so interesting because that's so true. Like, oh, it sounds so dumb, but I've had so many situations where people have said something and I've just kind of been like, Ugh, whatever, and rolled my eyes and not engaged. And those are people that I just, I don't find add value to my life. And so I know that I should because I know it's affecting other people, but I don't feel as though I held the burden of going through the emotional labor of explaining it to someone as to why they're wrong. And I'm so sure so many other people are in that situation too. So if I'm actually calling you out on something, it's because I want you to learn and because I care about you and I want to keep you in my life. Um, totally. It's, that's so true. Um, but what else? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I would also say like be kind to yourself and be kind to others as well. I think um, when you're sort of trying to grapple with these sorts of topics, it can be really tough and it can be tough to sort of like be thinking about it and be like, you know what, i I fucked up. Like, you know, like I have definitely had that situation where I've been learning a little bit more and I've realized something that I've said in the past or a way that I've acted in the past has been not okay. And it can be like really confronting. So just be kind to yourself and just remind yourself that, you know, you're not, a perfect human being and you know you're trying to improve yourself so that's a really important step um, and when others slip up as well it's about remembering that also um, and then of course the last one I think would be um, just do do some research it's very easy and um, be a better human is a really good place to start we have a website that you can have a look at and has some content on there um, but yeah, just don't be afraid to learn a little bit more, especially if someone said something to you that about, you know, maybe acting inappropriately or saying something inappropriate, just do a bit of research as to why they might have said that um, before you sort of fight back, if you know what I mean. So that's what I'd probably say.
0: Yeah, I think um, when it comes to having these conversations um, and, and I think calling people out has this really negative connotation of like quite aggressive yeah. and quite, yeah. Offensive, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But I think it needs to come from a place of empathy, kind of um, in recognition of the fact that a person's experiences have brought them to where they are now, and so what they or the way that they perceive the world is probably based on something that they've gone through themselves or something that they've heard. And so, kind of coming at it from a place of, why do you feel that way? Or, or I, I'm really interested to see why why you have these certain attitudes towards a specific group or a specific um, ideology. Um, I think is really interesting rather than being like, no, you can't do that. Explaining why people can't do that is always going to be more impactful. And if people know that they're having a negative impact on someone else, then they're more likely to kind of rethink their behavior.
1: Yeah. And I think um, sometimes it can be tempting to want to just kind of yell at people um when they're acting inappropriately and also it can feel like it's like no one would blame you for like getting angry at someone who was saying things that were racist or sexist or whatever it would be Um, that's totally a valid response and you shouldn't get mad at yourself if that's what you've done but at the same time um it's a really good practice to try to um remain a little calmer because people will be able to receive your message a little bit better if they feel like they're not being attacked as much as that's so stupid and you shouldn't have to sort of like pull yourself in in that way um if you want genuine change sometimes unfortunately you do have to sort of like reel yourself in and i've had trouble with that in the past but you know the racist aunt that you have at um, Christmas dinner is not going to necessarily change her behaviour because you've screamed at her for 20 minutes, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, you took me back with racist aunt at family dinner. I was like, oh, those experiences. Um, I I completely agree with literally that exact idea. Um, But I think what it comes down to is recognising that, like, it does. It does take a lot of emotional labor to kind of explain to people why they're in the wrong and to call people out in that way. And and for me, it's a matter of um, that finding that balance between number one, prioritizing yourself, but also feeling as though you are empowered to have those conversations is really important. Sometimes you won't feel empowered. That's so totally fine. You want to make sure that you're safe first and that this. Um, you, yeah, you're prioritizing yourself first of all. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's. I think we've all been in this situation before where you've had someone else yelling at you and you yelling back and you know that instantly you're on the defensive, whereas if you come quite gentle, it's more of a, okay, let's actually have like an adult discussion about this is probably going to get you further, but it's so fair if something's going wrong and you're going, this is just, this is just wrong. Nobody should feel this way. Um, and you start yelling. It happens. Um, yeah. it happens yeah I think sometimes you just can't help it it's instinct especially if you notice that someone's being hurt and your first priority is to make sure that that person isn't hurt I think um is something that I've learned through uh one of the be a better human events I think I did first responder training for um sexual misconduct um on campus and I found it really interesting because I think like my first instinct is to kind of go after the perpetrator of, of violence but then I think now it's kind of changed my perception a little bit to be like no no we need to make sure that this um this person is okay first of all that um whoever has been essentially the victim of of gendered violence is is okay and i think that that comes down to any form of discrimination i think our priority should be on making sure that the person is okay um as 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 much as we'd like to go and just start yelling and getting angry (laughs) yeah absolutely um and and We've gone through quite a few um, and you do work with quite a few heavy and serious topics. How do you make sure that you're looking after yourself throughout all of this?
1: Um, Well, firstly, I'm really lucky because obviously ARC is just a really nice place to work. Um, And I sort of regularly check in with colleagues and, you know, people make sure that I'm doing okay, which is very nice. Um, Also I've got, you know, some incredible friends that I like to just, um, debrief with occasionally. Um, I read a lot of books and that like makes me feel a lot better. Um, but also a huge and very, very important part of, um, how I continue to function is therapy (laughs) and I couldn't recommend it high enough. So that is definitely a huge part of how I continue to look after myself
0: we love therapy I can um, people get freaked out by how, how excited I get about therapy but I'm like yes I have my appointment tomorrow I'm so excited um but yes we love therapy um and I know that this is kind of a similar question but obviously with our wellness warriors we have the saying you can't pour from an empty cup which is just kind of when you're having a rough go and you're having a difficult time. Um, your ability to move through life is diminished. So I guess when you're feeling down um, and you just need a really quick pick me up, how do you fill up your cup?
1: Um, I watch this really intellectual show. Um, It's called Gossip Girl. (laughs) I just watch really trash TV and it just turns my brain off for like however long I'm watching it for. And it's just one of those things where I'm just like, I know this is trash. I know I'm trash for watching it, but you know (laughs) what? It's that quick uh, bring back joy into my life.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, that's so fair. And I can't can't relate more. I restarted watching Teen Wolf the other week because I was like, I just need something to bring me like a little bit of joy. (laughs) And it's It's so bad
1: off you just, you just it just needs to all the thoughts just gone
0: <laughs> it's so bad but it's so good it's so bad that's so good oh my god i love that so much for you um and uh thank you so much for joining us for today's um tea and talk edge uh, it was so lovely to have you and to talk to you and i'm so excited about the even human um and also about diversity week next week Um, I also wanted to mention, obviously it is October and we're getting kind of towards the end of mental health month. And so today I am wearing a special tee that says talk the tough stuff. So um, we have created this tee at ARC that we will be selling through the grad shop um, for $20. And the proceeds will go towards a lovely mental health organization called 180, um, who operate in Australia, but also um, have global reach. And essentially they're here to support people aged 18 to 29. Um, And so throughout October or the rest of October, we'll be selling this. So hopefully it should pop up this week or next week, Um, but please feel free to buy it. It's a really simple thing and it's really good at starting those conversations. but all the proceeds will go towards 180 which is just amazing and i love them so much you might be familiar with them because we've had them on Tea talk a few times um but yes thank you so much for joining us Ange, and thank you for everyone who's been watching along at home with us um as always if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to chat about you can find us at arc wellness unsw on instagram or shoot me an email at wellness at arc.unsw.edu.au. Take care, drink lots of tea, and we'll see you next week when I talk to Aileen Baldry, Um, the D-V-C-E, did I say that right? Deputy Vice Chancellor of Equity, Diversity and Inclusion. But we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.